Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by an incredible singer. Uh, Her new EP, Milk, is out right now. Her new single, Heaven, is out right now. And she will be headlining Omira London very, very soon. Please welcome the incomparable Natalie Shea. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, So tell me, what is the most awkward question you've ever been asked in an interview? Oh, that's a good question. People always ask me, um, they always ask the same thing. They're always like, oh how did when did you start singing and then I think that's always a really strange question because it's like what like professionally or for fun <laughs> or like like or publicly or like outside of my room so I feel like I always answer that question differently and I think it's always a bit awkward I never really know what to say if you could collaborate with any musician living or dead who would you pick Oh, it'd have to be Taylor Swift. She's honestly my hero. (laughs) Nice. I love that. I could see that. I could see that working very, very well. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Describe your latest project using only one word. Uh, Thinking. Hang on. Uh, (laughs) I'd say growth. Nice. Excellent word. Thank you. If they asked you right now, if they popped in on this Zoom meeting and said, Natalie, come on tour with me, who is the artist that you would drop everything for? Um, and if I can't say Taylor Swift again, <laughs> then... Um, you can say Taylor, Sw- okay, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift can be your answer yeah. to every question on here. Uh, it probably will be my answer to every question. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> nice. If you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? Um, I think the attitude to TikTok from the perspective of A&Rs and people like that 
that's what I changed. Nice. <laughs> What's a venue um, that you would give anything to play? Ooh, um, Brixton Academy in London. I think it's beautiful. Nice. Usually uh, I've had a couple other uh, British artists on here and they've, the answer is usually either like Wembley or the O2. And I think you're the first person to say Brixton. So well done. Oh, thank you. I think I kind of like, obviously I'd love to play the massive venues, but then I kind of just assume that everyone does. So I always try and think (laughs) of something that's really special to me. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) What's a song? No, that's not the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what's your worst habit during uh, the songwriting process? Um, if I can't find something that I think is good enough, I won't put anything in and it slows down the whole process of finishing the song and I think people kind of get annoyed with me but I just can't put anything in that I don't think is good enough I can appreciate that I like that yeah okay so now the question I would I had I had started on a moment ago uh what's a song that anytime you hear it on the radio or like streaming uh that you go damn I wish I wrote that Oh, good question. Um, uh, number one fan by Muna. Nice. I love that song. It's so good. <laughs> Describe your perfect day. Perfect day um, would be I wake up and the sun is shining because I feel like the weather when you wake up really plans your whole mood for the whole day so if the sun's shining and I have stuff to do so that I don't feel bored but not so much to do that I feel so stressed and overwhelmed that I can't enjoy anything um and at the end of the day I'd like to see my friends because I feel like when I've got a whole day of music and work and at the end of the day I'm seeing my friends that's always the nicest day nice yeah (laughs) what's a song lyric yours or someone else's that's always stuck with you um there's one lyric in one of my songs on this ep i I only went to my own songs because i'm doing some shameless promotion of myself um um, thank you (laughs) there's a lyric in one of the songs track five the song's called two sparks and there's a line in that to me you're just a house you're not a home and i think that's quite poignant to me. I wrote it when I felt that. So that one. That's, that's heavy. I Thank love you. that. <laughs> Yay. What's your favorite cuss word? Oh, probably shit. I think if you nice. put the T on it and say it in an English accent, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it's most uh most cuss words for me sound better when british people say them (laughs) they sound almost like they don't like we're not meant to say them you know what i mean yeah (laughs) yeah what's your favorite beyonce song oh um irreplaceable 
Excellent answer. Yeah. What is something that people would be surprised that you own? Um, I have like 200 and something Bratz dolls, you know, Bratz. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I, I really like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in America, uh, we, in, in true American fashion, uh, we carved the faces of four presidents into the side of a mountain because why not? Yeah, um, why not? <laughs> if there was a musical version of that for you, who would be on it? Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, also Miley Cyrus. I think she's fantastic. Her career's fantastic. Um, Demi Lovato. I've not such been like a fan of her music. It's not really the sort of stuff I listen to, but I do think she's probably one of the best female vocalists of all time. So she'd need to be there. Um, let's get some guys in. Who's some guys that we like? Um, ooh. Maybe it's... Um, oh. I don't know. <laughs> I listen to, for, for male music, I listen to a lot of bands. So maybe Gary Lightbody, he's the lead singer of Snow Patrol. I think that their songwriting style really shaped a lot of writers. Like, when younger, like writers when they were younger, I think, were really into them as songwriters. And I think it's shaped me and a lot of people that I collaborate with always sort of reference Snow Patrol as someone that shaped their writing. So I think they should be in there because they've changed the game for a lot of people. Um, I feel like I haven't really said anyone that's like seen as an all-time legend, but these are my influences. So these are the people that I like. <laughs> that's that's perfect. Yeah, this is this is your musical Mount Rushmore. So whoever yeah. whoever you wanted, that's that's who we're going with. <laughs> that's who will be there. Those four. <laughs> Excellent. Describe your music using only colors. Um, pink brown and yellow nice i can see that thanks so you are the lead singer of like a super group Mm -hmm. who are the other members um taylor swift (laughs) um (laughs) If, if we're going for if I think let's make it all girls and let's go for like vocals as the as the thing. So it'd be me, Taylor Swift, Jesse J. She's a fantastic singer. Excellent. Um yeah, maybe Demi Lovato as well. And then the vocals would be so cool. <laughs> that would be solid. That'd be a hell of a girl group. <laughs> so the the music industry big wigs come down from on high and uh, they push a stack of cash at you and they say Natalie you're allowed to cover one song from any artist catalog money is no option what song are you picking oh it's gonna have to be a Taylor Swift song sorry um (laughs) there's a song on her second album Fearless a song called The Best Day that she wrote about her mum and her dad and like being young um and I play it live a lot. And I think I, I've sung it so much now and felt it so much. Like it almost feels like my song, even though it isn't. But like I feel every line at this point. So I would love to do a version of that. And it probably wouldn't be much different to hers, but I just feel like 
I love it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's fantastic. The Best Day by Taylor Swift. What is a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Um, one of my songs called Naked off my last EP, Naked. I think it's, it's sort of like a steady 80s inspired song, I think would be. I think I think when we wrote it, we thought, oh, this sounds like the sort of track you'd hear on an 80s film trailer. And then we played it against loads of 80s film trailers to see how it would look so that one (laughs) that's awesome I like that so this next question is um kind of a choose your own adventure uh type thing I have three of the most cliche questions that musicians get asked in every interview (laughs) and uh, I'll let you pick one that you would like to answer and your choices are, who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process? Started in music. That one. All right. Okay. So the answer is, um, I, I've started very young in music. I started learning playing classical guitar, like nylon string plucky plucky guitar when I was five years old um and I did that for a really long time all through school I did all the grades and stuff in classical music and around the same time around five years old I joined a theatre school to do musical theatre because I really liked musicals when I was a child and singing and stuff and I always did classical guitar and I also always did musical theatre like my whole childhood so I was always sort of performing and enjoying music and stuff um and then I kind of was Taylor Swift I saw her play guitar on stage and I was like I have a guitar I can play that and I (laughs) like music and I think I was like nine or ten and I was like I want to do that so I got uh, an acoustic guitar and I learned how to play chords to this easy easy learn guitar like learn the chords of fearless by Taylor Swift it was like an easy guitar book and it had all the diagrams and that's how I learned all the chords on the guitar um and I started playing her songs and then I was like okay well now I've got this this I've got guitar I like singing why don't I try writing my own songs I think I started doing that like age 10 or 11 but obviously those songs weren't very good um but I think that's where I started and then at 13 I started playing shows for the first time like with my original songs and I've kind of literally just done that for 10 years since (laughs) so yeah wow that's awesome (laughs) thank you that's incredible do you have any like strange pre-show rituals? Um, I don't. I used to drink a lot of milk, and then somebody told me that you shouldn't do that before you sing, and I realised that why because ever since I've stopped doing that, <laughs> I think I've sung a lot better. Um, so I used to have that, but now I don't really have one. Um, no, I don't think I do. I try and sort of act like it isn't a show until I'm on stage because if I do think about it being a show, I get really nervous. <laughs> That's fair. I, yeah. I, I kind of do that with, with this. Like, as long as I don't think about that, like, oh, thousands upon thousands of people are going to hear me talk to this person uh, <laughs> for 30 minutes to an hour, I'm good. And it, but if I, if I, if I start thinking about that, like, it's, it's over. Oh, I totally get you. I'm the same. As soon as you start overthinking, it's your own sort of worry that, 
overtakes your talent (laughs) exactly um that's also why like i don't after i edit the episode i don't listen to it because i'm like my voice is terrible (laughs) do you not like your voice it it, other people have have said oh no 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 no, it's not it's not bad and i'm like no no like i this is the voice i hear in my head i know it's annoying like this is i know what i sound like (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I, I also don't like my speaking voice. I can't listen to my speaking voice. So I get that. But I'm surprised you said that because this is your job. <laughs> <laughs> right. But now I get that. That's cool. You do have a great voice, though. Thank you. Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? I would say artist, 100%. I like to think so. I hope that people agree. I hope so. But yeah, artist. I agree. So, thank you. <laughs> how many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning? Honestly, anywhere from like 10 to 20. I put so many, and they're every sort of two minutes. And like for the whole the sort of hour afterwards, I'm up. I'm just always turning them off and to the point I get so angry <laughs> that I'm just shouting at them. <laughs> nice. What do you think is the biggest? misconception about musicians um I still have found a lot of the time when I sort of mainly online but often sometimes in person too people that aren't really into music that kind of like like it a bit but aren't really into it so much um I think they just don't really understand like that we don't just sit around all day and sing songs and wait to sing songs on stage like we are this is a it's a business and I am a brand that I sort of manage, you know, like it's 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 work. Like the, the fun parts are singing and recording songs and going on stage, but they're not like all day every day. And the rest of the time, like like we are working just the same as you would in any sort of job that involves sort of emails and things. And I think people don't realise that. And I think if people did, it would change maybe how they appreciate music, but also just how much they value musicians and artists. I think, because it's a lot of work. That's a brilliant answer. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what moment in your career are you most proud of? Um, proud of. So it's not like the biggest thing I ever did, but it was, it was a staple because it was the first time. It was my first headline show. Obviously, I've done loads since and I've sold out other shows since, but because it was the first one it stuck with me the most and I was so I felt so proud like on that day and it was just my headline my first headline show in London in February 2019 2019 what is the first song that you remember hearing oh probably something by S Club 7 or something Nice. Like reach for the stars or something. (laughs) If you could start your career over from the minute that you decided to pursue music, would you do anything differently? Um I'm yeah, um I wouldn't really change anything in sort of what I've done, like the product of what I've done, but I think I maybe would have started doing things sort of outside of 
because I, I just kind of played shows for a really long time and didn't do much releasing or anything. And I, I think I always wish that I did releasing a bit earlier, but then I guess how early I did kind of start at 17 releasing songs, but I just always wish that I started earlier. So I had a bit more to look back on for myself and maybe had learned a bit more a bit earlier. And also a lot of the time when I started out, because I always played guitar and when I was younger, I didn't have a band. So it was just always just me and guitar and like no band. And people would tell me like, don't play guitar because like, oh, can you dance? And like, how do you look without a guitar and all this stuff? And I just really, really liked playing guitar. And it used to get to me and there was a sort of a period where I considered sort of putting it down. And now that everyone's really into girls with guitars, it's actually seen as like a positive and everyone's playing guitar. And I just wish that I wish that I listened to myself more and didn't question it back then because I knew that like that's what I wanted to do. And I knew that like they were wrong. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, it was it was maybe like two years where I really considered like, oh, maybe I should stop making guitar part of my my image and I I think I kind of did for a while and I don't really know why I regret doing that (laughs) (laughs) what keeps you up at night um worry about my career (laughs) I stay up (laughs) all night honestly I stay up to like 5 a.m every night most nights working and sending emails and planning what's next and everything and just I don't know I I can't sleep because I just think about all the things I haven't done all the things I want to do (laughs) I just can't (laughs) I completely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever consider trying acting full time? Um, I really like musical theatre. Um, acting, like I like acting through song. Acting on its own, I'm still. I I think because I'm I'm so sure of sort of my own skill in music because I've done it so long and I've had so much reassurance. I know I'm sure of myself, but I've never had very much reassurance in acting like I've only kind of done a few professional things in acting and not very much and I don't really know like you know like it takes years to sort of even believe in yourself and I've not had too much to believe in myself so I don't really know where I stand but I would love to do musical theatre like as I would love to be in a show for a long time or do something like that that's that's a real dream of mine it's a real passion of mine I would love to do that one day excellent so Tell me and uh, the people listening at home and all over the world, uh, what's out from you right now? What should, what of yours should we be listening to? So my EP Milk has come out literally today at the time that we are recording this. Um, so that's out now everywhere. Um, if you're in England, then hopefully you can come make one of my shows. And if you're not, then I pretty much constantly release music like, throughout the years I've always got something coming up even if it's quite a big gap between I've always got stuff even if it's just like live versions of things I've already got out so yeah and what's next what what can we what can we expect in the future um I've got a big headline show in London in March and that's my next big sort of solo show I hope to play lots of festivals again next summer I had a really good year this year um hopefully head out of the country to do that would be nice um that's the plan and I think I've got more music coming out in January that's the plan anyway but I won't talk about it too much because I have to (laughs) focus on the EP that I've just released (laughs) um but yeah that'll be next excellent um so where can uh the listeners find you on social media and where can they hear your music um, so I'm Natalie Shea, Shea spelled S-H-A-Y, Natalie Shea Music on Instagram. I'm Natalie Shea on pretty much everything or Natalie Shea Music. And you can find my music on YouTube, 
Spotify, every single thing that has music on it is has my music on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much uh, for being here today. I I have enjoyed this so much. I'm, Me too. I'm very excited for everything that you have coming and everything that's out now. I I am I am such a fan of yours, and I cannot cannot wait. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've enjoyed this so much. It's been so lovely speaking to you and I've loved the questions. They've been so, so fun. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.